Welcome to the Life Affairs Podcast. This is a place where we share life experiences and the many lessons learned by just living. Join me to immerse ourselves and take a closer look at the stories that shaped and defined us. Just remember, there's no judgment and a lot of understanding on today's episode of the Life Affairs Podcast. Good day, an update on the Life Affairs Podcast, Echte Levensverhalen. This time, instead of having a cookie, I'm sitting here in my studio in Diemen, savoring a Lebanese breakfast called Manoushe. It's a small pizza dough with za'atar topping. Za'atar consists of dry thyme mixed with sumac, salt and sesame seeds all together blended with some good olive oil and put in the oven. I'm garnishing it now with fresh mint leaves and cherry tomatoes. It doesn't go alone. I pair it with a cup of Earl Grey tea with just the right amount of sugar because this is how I love my manouche. While enjoying my meal, I'd like to share some news with you. I haven't published any episodes since June 18th. I do have interesting episodes, but I haven't been able to finalize them for a very good reason. June has been an important month for me as my brother came from Lebanon to stay with my family and with me for just under a month. He wants to experience life in the Netherlands. As the future prospects in Lebanon are not very encouraging, he's open to exploring opportunities for himself and his family elsewhere. During this month, I've allowed myself to fully immerse in the time spent with him here in Demon. I'm living my day-to-day life and he's watching me like I'm a real-life TV show. And here's why I feel I'm on screen in front of my brother Michel. I'm no longer the 26-year-old who left Lebanon. It's been 23 years and I've built a history I make present and aspire for the future here in my adoptive country, the Netherlands. This means a lot to me. Back in March 2000, the month I left, Western Europe was not yet a touristic destination for Lebanese people. Only the elite and those with foreign passports could travel freely to Europe. And the Netherlands wasn't even a destination at all. It's the hardest country to visit. In Lebanon, we only heard of the Netherlands from Rudgulet, Van Basten, Tulips, and the fact that it's a land below sea level. Coming to live in the Netherlands is difficult. I remember how my ex-husband's request to reunite with me after our marriage in Beirut is rejected. He calls the immigration office and expresses his frustration because it is unacceptable that the request Willem Alexander, the prince who is now a king, get approval to reunite with his Argentinian fiancée, while him, a Dutch citizen, cannot bring his Lebanese wife to the Netherlands. Fortunately, after a few days, nerve-wracking waiting days, he receives an apology letter, and my papers are sorted. So you see, This is why it isn't easy for my family to visit me. It is one of the reasons I believe they couldn't visit me in the past decade. 
But this is the past. And recently, it is easier to come and visit as a tourist. So, with my brother coming to live with me for a month, I am over the moon. I feel that I walk barefoot on planet Mars and I'm speaking the language of the aliens. Well, in the first few days, I do feel I speak the language of the aliens because there are many differences between us. I'm truly not a Middle Eastern soul. As far as I know, the Middle Eastern people I know, when they immigrate, they hold on to much of their culture and live by the same norms and traditions. I am not like this. For 26 years living in Lebanon, I feel trapped in the culture and many things don't feel right to me. So, here I am with my brother trying to speak my mind and show him who I truly am. To do all of this, I need more than just this almost month-long visit so you can understand why I don't have time to work on anything else but to connect, enjoy and share memorable moments with him. We truly haven't had a single argument despite my strong opinions and liberal views on life. On the other hand, I'm delighted to find in him a strong businessman, an amazing father and a role model husband who does whatever it takes to comfort his wife and kids, even in the household chores. A Middle Eastern man doing household chores? Respect to you, my brother. I haven't seen that one yet. And all the alien language coming out of my mouth, he takes it with a grain of salt and a lot of understanding. I'm grateful to him and won't forget how awesome he is. Together, we also go down memory lane and realize how much the music we listen to connects us, but also how much this music, during the difficult times growing up in the war and long after the war, stays with us. It's our anchor. Every time him and I go on a drive, we play our nostalgic rock music. And the best part, we stay glued to our seats long after we arrive home, waiting for the entire song to finish. It is, after all, a long song by Black Sabbath in the legendary voice of Ronnie James Dio. His visit gives me a sweet satisfaction because displaying how I live my life far away from them shows him my true self. There's also something important to mention. Throughout the years, visiting Lebanon and my family meant spending time in their environment, seeing their people, eating their food and having their conversations. Who I truly am is unknown to them. They think they know me. They even still call me Roro sometimes. A name no longer fitting my personality. Until recently, in my family's memory, time stood still at the 26-year-old Roro to whom they waved goodbye at the airport in Beirut. I don't remember our goodbyes. The only thing I remember is that I have 
200 kilograms of luggages and an acquaintance working at the customs at the airport helped me get them on board without paying a penny. This is what I remember from my goodbye moment at the airport. I realize it's even better like this because I'm sure if it wasn't for the luggage distraction, my memory would be of the unbearable tears my mom and dad shed when I left. But let's fast forward to June 2023. My life, a journey of storms and serenity, shaped by my experiences in the Netherlands. My family, luckily, starts to get to know me better. And fortunately, I receive more visits from Lebanon. This is a blessing, especially since my niece moved from Dubai with her husband and son to live in Forburg. The baby girl, whom I babysat when I was 10 years old, lives close to me and our sons are best friends. This brings more people and more good reasons for my siblings to visit us. Today, Saturday, June 22nd, is the start of the school summer vacation. I will take a break to enjoy the six weeks of uncertain summer in the Netherlands. Uncertain because, as my brother describes it, in one day there are multiple seasons in his eyes. It is astonishing how the weather changes. After the summer break, I will share new life stories and experiences from all walks of life. I have learned a lot from publishing the episodes in the first season. Taking a break helps me think of my podcast concept and how I can improve it. Make it more interesting and think of formula to publish more frequent episodes. I'm also learning how to write my stories. And this definitely takes time to learn. As you venture to your summer destination, whether flying, driving, or by train, relaxing by the seaside, or basking in your garden, keep tuning in to my podcast. Leave a review and share it with others. It will mean a lot to me and my progress. Lastly, I ask you not to wander off. Wait for my return because I'll be back. Have a lovely summer, everyone.